0: Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline Mawassasi, and I am your host for the FACT Roundtable podcast. I am a food allergy parent, advocate, and the founder of the Grateful Foodie blog, and I am FACT's vice president of community relations. Before we start, we want to highlight FACT's platinum sponsor, the National Peanut Board, and thank them for their years of continued support and partnership. Ashley, welcome back to Facts Roundtable podcast. I am absolutely thrilled and excited for this podcast. One, because I love Halloween. And then two, I just love you and I love your creativity and what you bring to our community and our podcast. So I'm absolutely excited and just ready to go. Hey, Caroline, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here as well. Well, we're going to waste no time and we're going to jump right in. Halloween can be very stressful for families with food allergies. So what are your go-to steps for planning an allergy-safe Halloween at home? And we're going to talk about school and other areas, but let's start with just home. How do you tackle the holiday? How do you even begin? So something that I personally feel that's right for
1: my family, and every family is unique, uh, but something that I feel is right for my family when planning and Allergy Safe Halloween is having open communication and using active listening when I'm talking to my children. And what I mean by that is I really strive to focus on creating a memorable experience over the idea of Halloween is only candy. And it's been so important to me personally to not let my own anxieties um, that I may be carrying keep us from doing what my kids would like to do. And just to kind of elaborate on what I mean by that is if my children want to go trick-or-treating, I know the probability of someone passing out candy that has peanuts or tree nuts is very likely. It's a high probability. And that's worrisome. You know, as a parent, we don't want our kids to be dealing with their allergies or being handed something that is their allergen. However, I don't want to say no just because of my own worries about it. Instead of what I want to do is I want to approach it as a way that says, that sounds like a fun idea. Trick-or-treating would be fun. How about we collectively discuss how we're going to go about doing it in a safe way? And so this allows for everyone to be on the same page. And it also helps empower the kids um, so they feel more confident and in control of managing their own allergies. Something that we've always agreed on is that no one eats while we go trick-or-treating. This makes it very simple, very to the point. We're not going to be eating anything. We're trick-or-treating usually in the dark, may not be able to see labels as well, You know, maybe there's a mini size, which is different from a regular size, and the labels are different, and we just miss it. So we avoid it and say, We're not eating when we're trick or treating. Other things that we've come up with over the past is our kids will have costumes that have gloves. And what we found is because a lot of times the kids have to grab into the bowls, and sometimes that's mixed with candy that has their allergens. Well, when they have costumes, that have gloves as a part of it, it helps them feel more comfortable being able to just grab, put it in there. They're not worried because those gloves are gonna be removed after we're done trick-or-treating. And so another thing that we also do, just collectively decided as a rule from the beginning, our emergency medications are carried with us, even though we're not eating any food, They're coming with us. That's reinforcing that idea that we always carry our medication with us because we never know. And so we always want to be prepared. And then something that I've done is I've always given my kids the option of switching the candy that they've collected with either safe candy or a safe special treat that I'll purchase ahead of time. Or because my kids, they're not really into eating candy, not really a preference for them. So what we started doing is exchanging their candy for a small gift.
0: And that worked for our family. And so that's kind of what we've done for our home. We did the same thing in the house is my kids did like candy, but it made them a little nervous. And so they actually would trade it in for a gift from grandpa who loved candy who lived with us. So it was a really kind of sweet little deal there where they really milked it. And then eventually it got to the point where they would choose a gift that they'd want ahead of time and then really work hard to collect enough, you know, candy to be worthy. These tips are really wonderful. And I like how you talked about empowering the kids and give them control because I think Halloween can be really um, anxiety driven sometimes for us in our food allergy community, because your allergens are being shared in the dark. And that's a little tricky. And I really like how you mentioned keeping the kids in control.
1: Yeah. And you know, I think it's just being flexible, hearing one another out, having that active listening and coming up with a plan that works for everyone. Another thing, as my kids have gotten older, and we've kind of steered away from trick or treating since the pandemic is they came up with the idea of, okay, let's continue these at-home Halloween celebrations. And so our conversations are changing every year and we're coming up with new ideas every year. And so it's just really great to kind of have those different conversations each year with them and come
0: up with new ideas. Well, and it's exciting and fun too, how you're changing with their ages and stages. Right from when they were little to now they're getting a little older, they're looking rather young men ish, and you know, you're just kind of moving forward. So, now let's turn our attention over to staying safe at school. You are absolutely known for having some very exciting and creative school ideas. I mean, you just take it over the top in such a good way. What suggestions do you have for parents and caregivers tackling Halloween festivities at school? My first suggestion would be
1: take a deep breath. We want to be proactive, but we also want to be collaborative. Um, I feel it's important to communicate in advance as this can help mitigate any surprises or miscommunication um, when these activities come up. and I would also recommend coming from a place where you're trying to balance safety with inclusivity. Ideally, We should want to work in partnership with our schools to create experiences um, where every child's able to participate in Halloween festivities. And I think that sometimes we just need a little help with coming up with those creative ways to make our celebrations more inclusive. A few suggestions that I've seen personally used or I've helped implement into school celebrations would include using non-food items in place of food. So we're completely removing the candy, and a lot of schools do have policy about candy, so you may want to look into that. Just removing that element and switching it to non-food items. Now, I understand that that doesn't work for every situation, every school, and so if for whatever reason there's resistance against the idea of not handing out food or candy, and if you're comfortable, um, you may want to consider suggesting that in addition to candy, non-food items are being offered. So we're not taking away candy completely, or we're not taking away that element if that's something that is a real hard push with your school at this time, but we're easing them into this idea of how can we be more inclusive? Well, let's start by just offering. And what I found in my experience is that those non-food items are big tickets with the kids. And then the school starts seeing, okay, so this is a popular thing. This is a preferred item for the kids. They enjoy it. And that kind of helps bring this conversation and promotes growth within inclusion. I would also suggest activities that do not involve food. So Let's talk about magic shows. Let's talk about a reptile show. Let's do a mad scientist show, right? We're incorporating science. And if you have a student council or a PTA that wants to do something for selling, suggest something like Boograms where they are little note cards. You have a pencil attached to it. Kids get to send them to other kids. Parents get to send them to their kids. They're still getting that excitement of receiving something, but we're minimizing the likelihood of exposure to allergens. And when we're talking about how can we help bring more inclusion into our classrooms or our fall festivals or anything like that, I would recommend Halloween-themed books. Incorporate that into our day and set up some craft stations with Halloween or fall-themed projects. Of course, you're going to want to be mindful of any allergens that may be introduced at this stage, but it's fun to have these different crafts and the kids get to rotate and do something new and then they get to get to go home and, you know, show what they did. And, you know, the kids really enjoy doing that.
0: Again, more really fun ideas And I also want to explore just a little bit non-food items, because I think it's really important when you mentioned being inclusive, you know, because we also have students who are on special diets for other health reasons or they're halal or they're kosher. And it's really important to remember those students as well. So I love this idea of non-food items. And do you have any suggestions just kind of offhand on what a non-food item might look like? Non-food items can be something
1: as simple as a pencil, a pen, a notepad, stickers, bubbles. I've done uh, those sticky fingers in the past. I've done cards. You can get small packs of cards that are in bulk. I've done those. I've done beach balls. I've done glow sticks. There's just so many options with this that you can do. And if you're looking for some other ideas um, and you just don't know where to start, I would also recommend going to your local Walmart. And a fact actually has non food items packaged, and you'll see a little ghost on it with the fact label, and it's really great. So I would highly recommend starting there and then exploring other ideas that you'd like to do.
0: And obviously, I'm going to add my biased echo on that. But Fact does have a really fun partnership with Walmart. And it's to encourage non-food items too. But they are really fun. I mean, little glasses. And I, I, love, I love Halloween. And I love all the stuff. And I have all the toys. And my kids are in college. So I'm just going to confess and just get that out there. But I just love Halloween. And I love it when kids come to my front door. And I actually make up special little bags for kids with food allergies. So if a kid comes to the door and I ask, do you have an allergy? And if they do, I whip out an entire bag of stuff just so everyone can see how cool it is. I don't want to say how cool it is to have a food allergy, but you know, how cool it is is to find a really fun solution. So there's my confession on Halloween. I agree. We do the same, you know, and I really go all out for my kids,
1: whether they're my kids or whether they're My kids in the sense of other
0: kids that, you know, I just want to include them. And I think that's just a food allergy mom and caregiver thing. Like everyone's kid becomes our kid. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) We just go there. So, of course, it would not be right if we didn't discuss what Halloween looks like at your house this year And again, more confessions coming here. I love to copy some of your ideas. I follow you on social media really closely, and I love all the fun things you do with your family. So what tricks and treats are going to be planned for your family this year? This year, I have to admit, my youngest has already
1: started helping me decorate our home. We don't go overboard um, with the Halloween decorations, I found that even simple, minimal decorations can really make a difference in the overall mood of a room and that building anticipation for the holiday. My oldest and I were guilty of having a couple of Halloween movies that we really enjoyed watching together every year. Um, So it's become a fun tradition for us. So I'm looking forward to doing that again this year. And as you know, we only have so many Halloweens that we get to share with our kids before they grow up. And so we really try to focus on spending quality time together. We do our annual carving of pumpkins, and we have either a Halloween movie or Halloween music on, and then we all do our reveal to one another, and we dress up in costume. Sometimes it's a theme that we all do. Sometimes we all have our own thing that we want to do, but we just, you know, we have fun with it. We won't be going trick-or-treating on Halloween night this year, but we will be setting up a table for trick-or-treaters to take a pre-filled Halloween bag. And I'm kind of like you. I, I don't just fill the bag. I fill the bag. And so kids were actually, they were just helping me this past weekend stuff our bags. And we put bubbles, we put stickers, we put pumpkin beach balls, we put flashlights, glow sticks, pens, pencils, Fidget toys, oh my goodness, there's just so much in them. And even the kids that don't have allergies are like, I want, I want that, can I have that? And so it's really fun um, to pass those out. And since my kids help me with stuffing the bags and they're not going trick-or-treating to collect candy, they'll receive a gift. And we'll spend the evening playing games like our annual donut on a string. It's something I started when my oldest was really little. And it is one thing that just our family has continued doing over the years. Um, We make allergy safe donuts and we put them on a string and then we're super goofy and, you know, try and eat it while it's hanging from a string. And um, we'll also be doing Halloween charades. Our family likes to do charades. And so
0: it's just a fun way to spend the night together. I knew it. I knew it. There would be this beautiful list of fun things to pick from. Thank you so much for sharing your family with us. So now, in addition to your creativity and ideas, you're also very known for ideas that fit just every single budget. And, you know, we know when you're managing food allergies, our our costs are higher, buying the special foods and everything. So now, what tips do you have for budget-savvy listeners today regarding Halloween? Right. So it's true. I feel like we do spend more money
1: for the allergy-friendly foods. and. And things to accommodate our allergies. So my first suggestion is take advantage of shopping during the off season. I'm guilty of this. I'll purchase Halloween decorations or non-food items when they go on sale and I'll store them for the following year. And I try to keep out an eye out for sales throughout the year as well. One good time to check, and this is probably one of my better hauls, is during the summer clearance sale at one of my local stores, they had summer items over 75% off. And so I stocked up and I've got cases of like good sized bubbles. And so they're not getting a little mini tiny bubble. They get big bubbles. And so it was cost effective for me. It's wowing for the kids. It's like equivalent to going to the house that gives you the king size candy bar. Another thing we want to do is we want to save and we want to reuse. We can reuse, we can repurpose our Halloween decorations and non-food items. Um, I actually just repurposed my fall wreaths that go outside my doors. And so I had a wreath that was just really old and barely hanging on. And so I said, okay, it's time time to say goodbye to this one. But what I did is I took items from that wreath, kind of disassembled it, added it into a new wreath, and all of a sudden it's fuller, it's more vibrant. So that was really great. And finally, use what you have. I've created several of our Halloween costumes throughout the years using clothing or accessories that we already owned. Halloween is about being creative and having fun. And so really just try to embrace this opportunity to get creative.
0: What a great idea about the summer clearance. You know, even my local grocery store, which is Raley's, which is part of that Knob Hill chain, in the back of the store, they always have carts that are seventy five percent off. And now that you said that, I should have dug through during the summer clearance. I mean, that's a great idea because you're right bubbles are all year. I mean, they're just some evergreen items that it just doesn't matter. And then sprinkle them in with little spider rings and things like that. That is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And,
1: you know, like I said, the the kids love it. It's, you know, you're you're not getting little mini miniature side things where you get, you know, two blows of your bubble. You're you're getting to enjoy it all night. And so that was one of my fun finds that I did. And now it's something I've carried on over the
0: years where I'll just kind of keep an eye
1: out throughout the year.
0: That's clever. And I'm sure your house is very popular during Halloween.
1: Yeah, I actually had a group of teenagers and they were like, this is really fun. Is it okay if I have some? And, you know, whether you're young, you're an older teenager, like you're having fun. And that's what it's all about.
0: Exactly. Safe fun. So before we wrap up today, is there anything else you want our listeners to hear from you? I would just say, you know, celebrating
1: Halloween with allergies, it can be intimidating. But with some planning and creativity, it is possible to have a safe and enjoyable experience and to create some really great memories. Shift your focus on the costumes, the decorations, the activities, that make the holidays so special, spending that time with your kids while being vigilant, reading every label, every time. Um, Sometimes, you know, we just want to keep in mind different size candy bars can be labeled differently. We want to be aware that sometimes we need to keep an eye out for costume makeup. You know, some of those hidden things where you may not think, but you could be surprised with where you find your allergens. And we just want to be mindful of that. But that doesn't mean that we have to avoid participating in the holiday. I always remember this little motto I was told by a friend a long time ago, and it's when in doubt, go without. If there's no label or you're unsure, it's better to err on the side of caution And even if you don't plan on eating, just make sure that you're carrying your emergency medications and just have fun. And one more thing that I would like to include is I am thrilled to be sharing that my latest Kitchen Craft series for allergic living. I will be coming out with two Halloween desserts that are free from the top nine allergens. They're kind of so cute. It's spooky. Be on the lookout for that. What I do with my Kitchen Craft series for allergic living is I help teach people with allergies or without allergies how to decorate these great desserts that also accommodate allergies. And so
0: stay tuned. I've got two Halloween desserts that are coming up and you won't want to miss them. And listeners, I will put in the show notes how to follow Ashley on social media and how to follow her on Allergic Living because you just don't want to miss out. It's
1: a fun holiday and I hope everyone
0: enjoys it. Well, beautiful words for us to end by. Thank you so much for your time. And listeners, I'll make sure I put in the show notes how to follow Ashley on social media so you can also continue to be inspired and copy and then, you know, take the inspiration and build it up in your own way. So Ashley, thank you again. It was just absolutely enjoyable today. Thank you for having me. Before we say goodbye today, we just want to highlight one more time Fax Platinum sponsor, the National Peanut Board, and we would like to thank them for their years of continued support and partnership. Thank you for listening to Fax Roundtable Podcast. Stay tuned for future episodes coming soon. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Have a great day and always be kind to one another.